112. We are the podcast where the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Also, we are a gaming and geek culture podcast. If you enjoy our content, you can head over on to geekade.com and check out all the other geeky related content over there. But as always, my name is Ryan and I'm joined by Andy. It's a me, a Mario. <laughs> Very it's very that's very low, but very good. <laughs> All right, and and Biff, do you have one for me? Dang it! Anyways, hello. <laughs> do your best, Chris Pratt impression. I got nothing. <laughs> took me He's like, what's he a Chris so, Pratt? Yeah, I was like, what, is, what does he, he sound sounds like, like? A normal white dude from no idea who Chris Pratt from is. North Dakota. So, so it's us. Yeah. Roger that. Mm-hmm. Another episode. We're back. 112. I'm That's using, a long time. I'm, I'm using the right mic this time, which is, I don't know if it makes the sound any better, but it can't hurt. You still right? looks stupid. Oh, gee, <laughs> God. This guy's just full of the insults. You should have oh, heard the pre-show. You wonder why Andy and I just feel shame in our daily lives. It's this Biff guy. He's like, <laughs> no, I'm flexing on you. That's right. <laughs> What's up? Right. He has to wear that shirt on top of it. That's yeah. <laughs> now you're messing with the duck cunt dog. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So it's an exciting month, guys. Is it? November. Which is kind of hard to believe that November's here. Summer's gone. Fall is nearly gone here. Winter's upon us, but I wanted to talk a little bit about Xbox Game Pass, and a lot of people are saying that November is kind of one of the biggest months that uh, that Xbox is going to have. And uh, so there's a list of a whole bunch of games on Game Pass that I kind of wanted to run through and see if any you guys are excited. I mean, obviously, yeah. let's let's talk about the big one. I'm. I mean, I'd be more excited if I was prepared for this and somebody had updated their like topics list on the podcast no, notes. But this is what go on. This is what makes the the, <laughs> the show so great. Um, so it looks like the Minecraft PC bundle is going to be coming out November second, which I feel which, like that's why didn't been this on exist? There. No, that's the, yeah, that's the thing is like it blows my mind that they've owned Mojang or Mojang for like what three years now, four years. And it's just coming to Xbox PC. Yeah. How? That's kind of crazy. It's like a yeah. freebie, right? Like that's like throwing in bread with pasta. It's just there. I was surprised. I thought it was always there. And so for you mm. to say that it hasn't is kind of surprising, but pretty huge, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's good. You guys know anything about unpacking? I've never heard of that game. Yeah. Played I mean, I've taken night. clothes out. Put them into drawers occasionally. Would you? Yeah. What'd you think of that, Andy? You said you tried it out. Uh, yeah, it's literally that. It's taking pants pants out of a box and putting it in the right spot. So it's kind of like oh. a puzzle game. Um, I had my wife play it last night to test her to see how well she knows where she everything unpacks. goes in the kitchen. Yeah. And she she uh, got most of it right. But uh, there was a couple. I think the pizza slicer was in the wrong spot. So, damn it! 
Oh I think gosh. if I was going to have my wife like test a game for me to see if it was accurate to be hot dog in a hallway. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh. Oh man. She doesn't listen to this podcast so I can make jokes. Watch she starts now. Um, no, it takes two comes out November 4th. So tomorrow, I don't know. Anything <clears throat> That's the about depressing, them. like parents are splitting up from the oh, people who yeah. made the other games, right? Like oh, uh, that was so way insightful. out. Oh, oh yeah, no, what was out. the game? A way out. Yeah, way out. And what was the first one? Brothers, right? Is it very yeah. similar in like style where it takes two people it, to play? Yeah, I think it's more a way out focused, but I think okay. that guy, like, I don't know. His whole goal was like, I want to achieve like cinematic storytelling in a game and have it be like, really profound and i think like he peaked in my opinion at brothers okay like it hasn't it hasn't gotten better <laughs> so uh kill it with fire also comes out november 4th yep one that people at least on this podcast are probably not excited about football <laughs> manager 2022 Ooh. is now out on pc and console the xbox edition here's the big one uh, Obviously, Andy, you're probably peeing your pants over this. November 9th, I believe, Forza Horizon 5 is uh, is going to be released, and that's a day one Xbox Game Pass release, which to me yeah. seems like a pretty, pretty hefty release, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the one I'm most excited for, probably for maybe the whole year. So, yeah. so I have that pre-downloaded already and waiting to experience that see what kind of upgrades i'm not a huge forza horizon guy like you are so sure i'll drive around for a while crash some cool cars and then move on playing football manager 2022 <laughs> it's not even the good football either <laughs> um Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the definitive edition. No, don't do it. No. That's the broken Xbox 360 port. Like, just torch that with fire because the trilogy is coming out soon. Yeah. Yeah, don't play that. Anyone listening, don't download that and Are play you, it. it. It might be the trilogy. Nope. It isn't, huh? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to give him any credit. I don't know for sure, but I don't think so. I bet it's okay. the 360 port. I'm so the tired trilogy of isn't, remakes. Why, I mean, it makes no sense for them to release that ahead of the trilogy. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Right? If it, well, if it's not out before, or if, yeah, if it's coming on Game Pass before the trilogy launches, yeah, that wouldn't make <sighs> no. sense. No. Yeah. And it is. I feel like there's been a million releases of San Andreas. Oh, right? yeah. It's a great. It's up until five, it was the perfection. Like, that that's a great game yeah but i don't know if it's great after modern conveniences i guess so where did that yeah. fall in the grand theft auto list is what when was that released originally was it End early 2000s ps2 no, no no so like well i mean yes early but 2004 of, or 5 6 maybe yeah it was it was the end of the console life cycle oh okay <clears throat> yeah there's enough of those because three launched at the beginning of ps2 gamecube 
and Xbox era and San Andreas was like tail end of that console run. Was there a Grand Theft Auto on the GameCube? No, none. That's no. That's when Nintendo still had a moral compass. So they were on the Game Boy. That's yes, you're right. And the DS, the DS, right? Yeah. There's like China Wars and yeah. Crazy. <laughs> uh let's see, just a few more here. One step from Eden. On November 11th. I don't know anything about that one. No. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim Anniversary Edition. Elder Scrolls 5. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, this, uh, this is Ryan's all-time favorite. Microsoft Flight Simulator Game of the Year Edition on console and PC. Here we go. I'm going to fly some planes into some things. In a non-terrorist way. And then November 18th is going to bring us on Dungeon. Don't know much about that one either. Mm -hmm. And then finally so far, or at least to end this list, is Evil Genius 2 World Domination November 30th. So there's definitely some good ones, or at least a couple of good ones on that list that's I'm actually kind of curious about, excited to try out. And again, it shows the value of Game Pass, right? Paying $16 and playing Forza Horizon 5. Or if you're Ryan, you pay a dollar and you get to play (laughs) Forza (laughs) Horizon 5, right? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. That is is really crazy. I wonder how long they'll do that without you know, increasing the price or something too. Right. And they already have like the two options available. So if you're just going to download something, there's still two options that you can pay, which is so funny that they have them all lined up. It's like game pass free, or you can pay the $60. (laughs) And then if you want this version, it's like a hundred some dollars. It's like, (laughs) well, kind of made the obvious choice, right? I'll pay $16 and then cancel it when I'm done. You know, I paid the game for, uh yeah, it's just such a weird thing to see bangers come out on you know Game Pass right away. Yeah. And then Halo's in December, right? Should be. I'm not sure. Or Jane. Yeah, it comes out this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and moving on from Biff's Google search Xbox news. Uh, let's talk about, let's talk about riders. Let's talk about riders Republic. Anybody else bought this? No, I'm not going to spend full price until it comes out on game pass. You don't have to spend full price. You go to Walmart and they're like a brand new game, $10 off. Is it really? So yeah, every game that new releases at Walmart is $10 off listing price for the first like two, three weeks. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's 50 bucks. It's uh it's Ubisoft's, Spiritual successor, not quite sequel, but definitely sequel to Steep, uh, which was their snowboarding skiing game, which also had like wingsuits. And uh, that might have been about it. Um, But I don't know. I I bought it day one because I was super amped about it. I think if you're the type of person who likes like SSX and um, Tony Hawk, this is going to be everything you want. It's, it's, it's all the best parts of steep, which was like freedom of exploration, like good trick set, good controls, 
crisp visuals. They're a little, I'll admit they're a little lacking at this point in the PS4's life cycle. I'd imagine if I had a PS5 or Xbox series, they wouldn't be spectacular either, but it fixes the main problem with steep. And that's that every sport in steep is momentum based, right? So you're constantly going to a map, finding the high point or finding the place above the place you want to go to and getting there by going downhill. And this is like, no, we don't care. Um, there's a snowmobile. You drive where you want. I don't know. Very shortly after that, you've got a jet suit. So literally this whole map, which is like 10 times bigger than steep is like wide open to you. And you start off with a BMX bike or well, mountain bike, I guess. Um, so you got biking, you've got skiing, snowboarding, wingsuits, jet suits, snowmobile. Uh, you've got a bunch of really bad, like Gen X, Hey, bra, what's up? Chicka, chicka bullshit story in there that you can just flush out. Just skip every cutscene. You'll be better for it. But what you're left with is like a map that's like four times the size of GTA five. Um, that is all just an open playground for you to like F around, explore. Like, God, there's something like so satisfying about like taking a snowboard and like riding it off a cliff and realizing, like, oh, like, terrain just changed like there's no more snow and you can flip to a you can flip to a mountain bike ride down the hill or you can just slap on a jet suit and just keep going um it's great i love it it's it's it it's the modern day equivalent of me just like putting on like <clears throat> i don't know like renegades of funk and just playing like the school level on tony hawk 2 for like four hours straight like it's great. And there's, there's good challenges. There's good level diversity. There's, you know, it's, there's a game there too, but there's also the game within the game, which is like, I don't know. I'm not saying this is for everybody. I'm not saying go buy it for 50 bucks at Walmart or 60 bucks anywhere else, but it is a Ubisoft game and it's going to be $20 in two months anyway. And there is no reason who anyone who doesn't like fun shouldn't buy this game. Just, go nuts it's it's so good what does the co-op look like on that so okay that's excellent yeah so this game is cross-platform um and steep had this thing like it was like living world right like there's people coming in and out of the game in steep in riders republic it's fucking nuts like every character is like a little icon on the map so you open the map there's just like hundreds of thousands of like people flooding like everywhere. It's, it's alive. It's so alive. There's people everywhere. There's like, it's great. So like when you get to multiplayer, basically you can jump in and out of competitions or challenges, but there's also these like mass races, which is like dozens and dozens of people. Um, yeah, it's so good. And the first thing I did was like save up all my cash earnings and bought a unitard. Uh, that is pink and blue. So when I ride around, I can just disturb people with the fact that I have like barely any clothes on and it's awesome. That's just like real life. Yeah. Yeah. Walking around in your unitard. Yeah. No, it is like, it's not a great game, but it is great in the sense that it is the perfect video game ass video game for this type of genre. Sure. I, I love it. So my big thing with Steep was that if you crashed or fell down or something, it was very realistic of you are stopped. 
Yeah. And you are going to accelerate at the realist, realistic speed. Yep. Whereas like SSX, you're just bumping in the wall and you're still going the same speed, you know? You're just... Yep. Did they... Did they change that at all? Yes. So they 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 recognized that and they adjusted it appropriately, but also in doing so created another problem. So at any point, at any point in this game, you have a rewind feature. It's a live rewind. You can backtrack. You'll come out at a good speed like you're not effed. What they didn't take into account is that like during a very like some of these races are long, like minutes, minutes long. Um if you F up at a critical point, you need to rewind in a live event. They did not take into account like just like quick resets, like the last checkpoint, right? There's no checkpointing system. So that rewind feature, amazing, but in an event can just cripple you. Like you're, you're basically better starting off, you know? So like they missed the opportunity with something like trials where it's like, you can hit that trigger. Like you're back at the most recent reset um and so they like kind of fixed that but then they kind of screwed you at the same time right it's it's infinitely better um but in an event i find myself more often than not realizing i'm hosed because of that because it's just i'm going to be like six places behind and i can't catch up so sure you either get good or you just restart a lot yeah i've i I hear like nobody talking about this game. So I feel like it's probably going to bomb pretty hard. Right. I mean, nobody talked about steep either, but steep did really well. And this has like a good underground cult following already. Like I could tell you from like the people playing online, this game is packed. Like there's people everywhere. Sure. Um, But I think that's, you know, mostly the community that like kind of flooded forward. Um, But yeah, as far as mainstream press, it's got nothing. Um, But I, I highly recommend it. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's worth a full price purchase. Um, maybe not for everyone, but I'm super happy that I bought it. I've put probably, I don't know, 20 hours into it already. And that's well, not playing every day. That's like that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. For someone who hasn't been playing a lot of games. I played the shit out of this. It's, it's great. Good. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, you also could have beaten Metroid Dread in 12 hours. Well, I mean, I could have, but there were cliffs to jump. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I finished it and nice. it took, like a little over 12 hours. I did a hundred percent on it cause I got to the final boss and was having a real hard time with it. So I decided to go back and just grab a couple upgrades and then I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm back here. I might as well just get everything right. And, uh, so I grabbed everything, got to the final boss, died a few times, but overall it was way easier once you have everything and, you know, full energy tanks and everything like that. Sure. I will say if you're going hundred percent, the hardest thing in that game is the shine spark stuff so this is like the speed dashing thing which is on your uh stick you have to click in your stick while running and uh once you get up to speed then you have to swivel the stick to the down position 
and that holds a shine spark. And then you have about uh, maybe 10 seconds, seven seconds to get to a spot that you can just like unleash it and then just fly in whatever direction that you're pointing. So many of the collectibles that you need are based on that. And it is extremely hard to pull. I mean, it's, it's probably the hardest platforming in the whole game. And it's set to the dumbest control scheme possible. Yeah, it sounds awful. It it's terrible. Yeah. And there's a few times there's a few of those puzzles where if you you have <clears throat> you have to shine spark like at a slanted slope, because then you can keep running again and then press down again to save it and you get another one. So you have to like chain these together like five of them in a row just to get to, you know, a missile tank or something like that. It I mean, I feel like there's enough goddamn buttons on the controller that this could have been mapped to like oh, I know. so many more options. Yep. And it's it's like all these things where you have to find enough space to run so you get up to speed. Which is usually in a spot where it's, you know, you have to open a couple doors, at least one door while you're running also. So like you will start running, open a door and then can't pull off the the uh the down movement in time before you fall off a, an edge or something like that or then the next time you start running and then the door closes right be before you try and get through and- that's that that's annoying because it's not even like a normal metroid ass like well, it's metroid like that's just bad game design yeah and you know what I, I mean yeah it would all all it needed was if you're running just press do a button press to save it that would have been a million times better. It's just the motion of swinging the uh, stick to the down position in a very critical, like you have a couple frames to do it. It's, yeah. it's, it's a really weird decision that they did on that, that move specifically, but. That's crazy. So like that mostly comes into play though, just for like extras. Or, like, is that main campaign stuff that you need to pull off? There's a couple in the main campaign that you have to do. But overall, I mean, they give you a a mile of runway to do it in the spots that you have to do it. Sure. The puzzle stuff or, you know, the ones to get the items, those are so, like, so you have to nail it perfect. Hmm. But. That's not looking forward to that. Yeah. Well. I mean, you don't have to do that part either, but you really should beat the game, see the end of that game. That is, they're going in some weird, just weird places in Metroid, I think. Mm. It's like a hentai ending between like Baby Metroid and Samus or mm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. <laughs> that wasn't a no, so now I'm intrigued. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, Yeah. It's, uh, I think they're going to be, I mean, the, especially the way it's selling to it, I feel like they're going to be making at least a couple more of these, right? Yeah. Well, I just want prime four to be, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like just put that out. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a good game though. Congrats. Congrats on beating it. Yeah. It's some commitment. It's the perfect, I would say it's the perfect amount of challenge. So you, you die a lot in it, 
but it's like each time you learn to <coughs> take you take you a little bit farther in the boss, which that's that's fun. You know, it's not too frustrating. Yeah. But. Oh, cool. Um, speaking of new achievements, do we all feel great about witnessing the Uncharted trailer, movie trailer, about <laughs> how great that's going to be, and how wonderful the casting was, and how how much it reminded all of us about Uncharted, the video game series, besides the fact that it's just named Uncharted. By great, you mean not great. I do. I I don't think that was a good movie trailer, period. I think having played those games, knowing the characters and the context that they were in makes it even worse, if not appalling. Um Yeah, it was real bad. I'm not I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. That was a that was a real bad trailer for any movie. And it was a real, real bad trailer for an Uncharted movie. Yeah. Because the potential know, for it to be good is there, you know, with the story, yeah. the game itself, you know, there's, there's a lot that could play into a really solid movie. Well, in like 10 years ago, they did that like teaser movie trailer promo thing with Nathan Fillion playing Nathan Drake. And it was great. Yeah. He would have, he was the right. Yeah, he was the right guy. Had they made the movie then, his his demeanor, his because because Nathan Drake is a smart ass, like lucky asshole protagonist type. Tom Holland is in this trailer awkward. He makes one joke, being kind of a smart ass about the bartender thing, like, "Wow, well, are you here for your prom thing?" That's not funny. It's not witty. It's like I'm a dick. Uh, please don't tip me. Here's your martini. You know what I mean? Like, fuck that. That's not the character. And then Mark Wahlberg playing Sonny or no, Sully, Sully. Sully. Uh, Sully's supposed to be like the over the hill. Like I'm retired wearing my Hawaiian shirt. Like, ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. If anything, Mark Wahlberg could have played Nathan Drake. He was going to at one point. (laughs) Right, right. Well, that's the problem. But like Tom Holland is like, I feel like they got him because like his name was hot. You know, he's in these Marvel movies, but like he's no. not going to draw people into this who weren't already into the game. So they, they wasted their money and like rep on that. And like what they showed was just. I don't know. It, it felt like a worse version of watching that first like Tomb Raider movie with. Angelina Jolie, you know, where it's like they tried to make a heist movie, but also tie it into Tomb Raider. But this is like worse than that. You can't even be sure. like, this is an okay, dumb budget, like, haha, like action movie flick. This just looks bad. Yeah. I mean, the, the hard part with that is like, do you want them to reference the games or not? Because I mean, it, at the end of the day, it's just. He's Indiana Jones, you know, it's just, you're right. You yes. Make an 100%. Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. And like, there were so many set pieces in there that would be like, that were like, remember this thing from the game. Remember this thing from the game. Remember this yeah. set piece. And it's like, yeah, if that's what it was, but those games are so cinematic in the first place. Yes, they are movies that you just barely interact with. Yes. Right. So I feel like then they're just remaking. They're just they're just remaking it at that point. 
they're not actually, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you, yeah. I don't know what somebody wants out of it. I guess maybe just making a completely, you know, new adventure might not be the right thing either. I don't know. Yeah. Now you bring up a good point. Like what was great about those games was the fact that they like so closely aped the Indiana Jones formula, but, and not, you know, the funny thing is, is like not even differently than like Laura Croft and Tomb Raider, just like with the visual fidelity, it felt more real. Right. Cause like, let's be honest, like uncharted. The first one is just a prettier Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah. And Indiana Jones inspiration, but yeah, I don't know. Like it, I mean, I guess I'll go ahead. You know, when they had, they show the cargo coming out of the airplane, that was like one of the big big set pieces in uncharted three. Was it three? Okay. I was going to say two, but three. Yeah. Yeah. Three was, that was the main, the big one in there. And it's like, I remember that scene and I was at the edge of my seat playing it. You know, he's having some great remarks and everything like that. And it's like going to the theater and watching somebody where I have no vested interest in, you know, in the game where I'm controlling the guy, it's going to be the same thing that I'm not as engaged in. Yeah. Also the ending of that was bad. Cause when Tom Holland, who weighs all of like 80 pounds wet makes that last 12 foot jump against like the air force of like a screaming plane, that fucker's gone. Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Like not believable, but yeah, to your point, like that's that story progressed. Like what was so great. And in like engrossing about the first one, which you'd assume is where they start is like the tombs, the treasure, the wilderness. And like, none of that was present outside of like, the one ship scene, you know, like in the opening. Yeah. So it's like all cityscapes, mechanical airplanes, like that's that that does fit into the universe, but like pick up on the original tone, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Tom Holland. Not a fan of this guy. Nope. I think yeah. he's just interesting because Spider Man his huge success with that and you know how it is when it comes to casting it's pick the most popular person even if they're not right for the role um and that's going to get us views they don't think of what's staying true to original storyline characters that drives me nuts and then it just it ruins everything time and time again I'll be honest, like I'm probably in the minority here, but like I don't even like him as Spider Man. I'm just just saying. Yeah. I don't I don't get excited about him. My wife or not my wife. <laughs> my wife. Um my <laughs> daughter has him as like a a screensaver. Like these Oh yeah, oh, get these, out of that. These teenage girls are yeah, no, you don't want her spidey senses tingling. <laughs> what is the movie? Your Peter Tingle, or I can't even remember <laughs> what the. Yeah, it's in the like, the new Spider or the Homecoming, whatever. And they're like, oh, hey, know. you know, your Peter Tingle. You got to get your Peter Tingle on. And he's like, what? Oh it's my, my god! Peter Tingle? <laughs> <laughs> you mean Spidey Sense? No, Peter Tingle. Go get your Peter Tingle. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland. Not good. Yeah. Oh. It looks like a big piece of shit. I well, honest. I mean, the thing's been they've been trying to make it for damn near a decade. So yeah, it, it's gonna have some issues. I think at the end. 
Yeah. <clears throat> well, speaking of a decade, like we, we touched on it earlier, I guess we could have segued back then, but like GTA trilogy, Andy had this on your list. We talked about yeah. it a little bit in the Xbox. It's, it's officially announced rumored forever. What are you thinking yeah. on that? Uh, I mean, I guess the biggest thing is like, even back then their their controls were a little behind the times. I remember even in San Andreas shooting it, it's like we've gone beyond this type of aiming and shooting. And Mm -hmm. so it sounds like they're fixing that and they're just putting in GTA five controls into that, which, which is all the difference. Was it that big of a leap? Oh yeah. It's still a lot of like duck and cover though. Right. Yeah. Was it? Because I'm, I, I feel like all the Grand Theft Auto games like rely on the like duck under pop up auto aim like aspect, like Red Dead does too. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of like let the auto aim assist you, but like it it works, but it doesn't ever feel like super rewarding. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe I'm crazy. If I remember right, it was one of the shoulder buttons to like lock on or something like that, which was kind of not didn't work very well in the first place. Sure. And then shooting was on the square button. So it was actually using a face button to shoot, which is a weird thing to think about. That's true. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, you're right. So triggers for targeting and shooting is, yeah, that does make way more sense. Yeah. And I, you know, I never, I played a lot of three and vice city was the one that I never really put a ton of time in. Oh, that's the best one. Beat it. Uh, So good. I know that's what a lot of people say is that well, San one. Andreas is great too, but you gotta beat Vice City. Yeah. I think I would be into Vice City just because of the tone. I mean, San Andreas was so good because of all of the, you know, the, what they had. It was just like a huge yeah, amount so many of systems. Yeah. System on system. So much ambition in that game that, you know, even five has a hard time keeping up with it. I think in some spaces, but yeah, Vice City, I think, probably has the right tone. Yeah. Well, even like San Andreas, I don't even think that tone is necessarily the thing. In, you know, it's not the... Who's talking about the Crips vs. Bloods anymore, you know? <laughs> right. But you can go get like a Chicken McNugget and then go get jacked <laughs> in the gym. So yeah. <laughs> that's all I did in that game was like had no shirt on tattooed myself up and down and just like worked out in the gym every day. So it was like the biggest like <laughs> dude on the screen. So good. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Like, I think it's. I mean, it's a tough thing. Like, I'm excited for it, but like, I'm not because you can't go back to what those games were where they are now and like really love it in the same way. But that said, like, if any trilogy and it's so influential deserves like a at least a facelift and like an easy, convenient quality, hopefully ported way to play it on modern consoles. Like it's those games, right? Yeah. I wonder if they'll and keep the cheats in. God, I hope like the hot coffee mod. Oh yeah. That, I don't know if that'll be in, but the, oh, it'll be in, but just like all the cheats to be like, give me a tank right now and all that stuff, you know, like, yeah, that was the thing with like, uh, San Andreas was like, even without the hot coffee mod, like going on those dates, mm. just like banging your date. And like you just, the door closes. It's just like all that moaning and stuff. It's like, oh man, this is bizarre. 
that hot coffee stuff is like so tame compared to what's in five. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're great. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm saddened that the switch version is clearly just getting like partial physical and mostly download. Like it's already kind of announced. Oh, I didn't even so, know that was happening. I've, yeah. I just assumed it wasn't. Yeah. Well, the cover art is like, requires online download so you know you're getting like a third of it at best yeah but can be cool to see then biff get caught up he's never played one no i have very little experience with gta how are you with hot coffee love it it's delicious (laughs) all right yeah yeah no i played just bits and pieces of five haven't really got into anything. I think what you guys have said that barely tapped into the story on five where I think I just met some guy at a mansion for the first time. Um, I can't even remember their names in five, but I missed, missed everything. Yeah. Yeah. Miss San Andreas, you know, missed all of that stuff. I have a hard time. Graphics are a big deal to me outside of the 8-bit, 16-bit stuff. So I have a hard time playing stuff that probably looked really good back in the day. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I jump in, if it looks good or whatever. Is 5 drastically different, though, than San Andreas? Is San Andreas like a free-for-all like 5 is or more structure? No, um, five is, I mean, you can make your arguments, but like five is the epitome of what the game has done. Or the franchise has done so far. So like everything else is good, but it's all point in time. And like, it's definitely a step back. San Andreas though, like all that soundtrack, like the Q rock or whatever, mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. all that nineties grunge, like, I, like right as we've been talking, I just feel like rusty cage, like on loop in my head and <laughs> like, yes, like I need this. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if all that's in there. Have they said, cause that oh, that's seems a good like question. A yeah. That does seem like a nightmare. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean for you, Biff, I would say probably don't, but I would say you need to pick up and play five. Cause Five is still like, God, top three, like greatest, maybe top two greatest like stories ever told in a video game. Like, yeah. Say what you want about the context of the game, like the moral dilemmas in it, like the delivery, the character acting, like the three main characters, Trevor. Oh man. Love that game. I can't get past. Yeah. I think the twice that I've, kind of jumped into it haven't gotten past the meeting the second character michael or well so yeah the white guy yeah whoa i didn't He's want to i didn't want to label guy. anything around here well, there's, there's two white guys but like well, yeah michael do like a bank thing at first right away right? yeah you do the yeah. bank thing and then there's something with um like what is it repoing a car or getting yeah, a car yeah. and getting this gunfight at the beginning and then from there you kind of do a couple other things and then meet yeah i just like how michael's like whole like that whole character and family persona is like so so based on like desperate housewives like vibe like it's 
mixed with the Sopranos a little bit. Yes. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, we are the dysfunctional white family you see on TV. You know what I mean? Like, and then you meet a really dysfunctional white guy, which is even better. Yeah. So, yeah. Trevor. Yeah. Trevor is yeah. great. It's always funny to me though. Like when four came out, like those were getting like nines and tens and it was like, <sighs> So bad. 97 on Metacritic and everything. And then it's like nobody yeah. talks about it anymore. Because four is garbage. That's the only one I couldn't even I tried to force myself to play it. Like I bought the I think I bought like whatever edition that like came out where it was like game of the year where you got like Ballad of Gay Tony and blah blah blah. And like the controls and the driving were so icy and floaty that it just ruined the entire game. Yeah. Like the story was fine, but like when you the game is all about like the physics and like when you fuck them up so bad, like it's not even worth playing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, Nintendo fucks some stuff up. I heard, <laughs> I mean, they did it when they released the Nintendo 64 originally in oh. 1996 or seven or whenever that was. But apparently the emulation on the expansion pass is real bad. It's tough for me to gauge because I hate it anyway, but people say it's worse. It's terrible. It's, it's not, not good. It's not unplayable. I played plenty of 64 with my kids on the Mario Kart. I think it's fine. Uh, I don't it's, know. It's that reminder that I'm in the same boat. I hate the 64. I don't like anything really. It's just... Uh, it was fine in its day, but it's not good now. And so the few games that are... I wouldn't even give it the credit of fine in its day. Well, I mean, it was... Wow. I thought it was fine in its day for what it was doing and some of the games that were put out. You know, sure. we've talked about that, but... They're terrible. They're <laughs> the, the few games that are on this expansion, I, I'm not super excited. Obviously, there's, you know, Mario 64 and uh, Mario Kart 64 and those are fine but I just find myself it must it's been a long time since I've played those types of games or not types but those games specifically and the buttons are weird especially playing on a yeah, the button mapping like sucks. a pro controller it's just really confusing it doesn't play well I still think yeah. I think it looks funky it just it isn't something that I want to go back to and play. I mean, it's a technical challenge to operate and like configure the like tri dildo controller of the 64 to like modern day consoles. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, there's just not enough dicks on modern consoles. How do we map these buttons over? I don't know. <laughs> I will say here, here's my take on it. I didn't buy the expansion pass for the 64 games anyway. I always thought they looked like butt. The the two or three games that I've played with my kids, which is Mario Kart 64, we played co-op, like, well, not co-op, multiplayer. It was fine. We've also played Mario Tennis multiplayer, which was fine. Um, but I guess I have no benchmark to judge them by because I've... <clears throat> even the greatest games on the 64, I've barely given time of day to. You know what I mean? Like... I've played Ocarina, but mostly on the GameCube disc. I've played Conkers, but mostly on the 360. I've played Paper Mario, but that's not on here. Um, so 
I don't know. I, I feel like I was going to complain and not like it no matter what. I just think it's funny that people who love it are complaining even more than like I thought they would have, which I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know why you'd complain about something you pay so little for. So it's so cheap. It's so cheap. It's not like it's two or three times the normal price of Nintendo online. <laughs> so it's just a deal. You know, that's the thing. Yeah, people, people, people forget it's basically free. I mean, mine's free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to have to buy two um, DLC passes for Animal Crossing anyway. So technically I'm getting it free this year. So sure. Yeah. I'll have it this, free next year too. The Genesis <laughs> game. Well, you'll, we'll see about that. Yeah, We'll see uh, how the, long that lasts. The Genesis games are great though. And I love that when you put the Genesis mega drive up, it just does the whole Sega, which is oh, nice. That's almost Me- worth the 50 bucks. Yeah. You killed that singing, by the way. Thank you. I've been working yeah. on that. Good. I wonder how many people are like with the ones that were jazzed be like, yes, I will pay that just for 64 games and then be like, oh, that's not what the, I thought. Yeah, this isn't how I remember this. Right. <laughs> no. And I think the game choices is really interesting. I I feel like 64 Golden Eye go hand in hand like yeah. you would think that they would make it happen because it was so big that's not an option you know it's the mario kart mario 64 um there's one i haven't even heard i can't even remember what it was called um yeah but it's just there in my mind there weren't really any any bangers was that there i'm any, like the rare stuff like Donkey Kong 64 or no. Banjo-Kazooie or any of those. I suppose Microsoft owns everything other than Donkey Kong, so. Yeah, I know the, yeah, Mario Tennis was on there. Po- yeah, so this list, I think this is the list, but. Um, win back. Yeah, win back on there. Win back, yeah. <laughs> So Mario Kart 64, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, Mario Tennis, Super Mario 64, Dr. Mario 64, Yoshi's Story. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Sin and Punishment is good, but that was also available on like virtual console. Oh, yeah. Sin and Punishment. And then Win Back. That's one I never heard. Win Back. Yeah, because it's a piece of shit game that costs like $2 even today. Yeah. Like yeah. how that ended up on there, I don't know. I've never heard of it, but yeah, you're lucky. Yeah, but when it comes to those games, yeah, some of them are pretty known, but yeah. the ones that we were drawn to were not these. I guess in my if mind, the PlayStation Classic taught us anything. It's like some generations are just not worth revisiting. I don't know if Nintendo like invested in an engine that just like upgraded the graphics of a 64 game i think that would do a lot i mean zelda still is a great game (coughs) and still plays pretty decent on that controller and game but it's so muddy everything looks not great yeah i mean to give them credit the online integration for multiplayer is great i hate mario kart 64 and my son was like bitching about it the whole time too he's like this is an ugly ass game i'm like yeah son this is factually the worst were mario those kart. his like verbatim uh he might not have had the ass uh but he's like this is the worst one he said 
Are his These aren't even verbatim. 3D models. What the yeah. hell? What is I was like, this? I agree, son. <laughs> but we can play them all locally, like on the couch with our switches. So did you just use that as like a a life lesson to him? You're like, and this is why we don't play the 64. Oh, he knows. Oh, he's yes, seen Dad. the controller. Okay, Dad. Yeah. yeah. He he's I've trained him well. I don't want to hold that so, thing in my hand. No. That's weird, Dad. Right. A Jaguar is the real 64. Right, yeah. It's true. <laughs> I just get that song in my head now. I uh I did hear something about this, so this this uh new Mario Party just came out, which is yeah. like a lot of the sixty four Mario Party boards in there. Which is probably why the Mario Party is not on that service, right? Because <laughs> this they want to sell this thing. Allegedly it might be leaked that it's coming out. Okay. Huh. Anyway, the uh in this game you you can use the sixty four controller. So you can uh So there's some type of adapter? No, for only two hundred dollars you could get four Bluetooth controllers directly from <laughs> Nintendo to play this on your Switch and what he's saying. Yeah. And oh break my god. Immediately of a Switch light, you could do this. Yeah, I wonder how many of those games are in there. Those ones that make you like turn the stick as fast as you can. I I saw some asshole on Twitter. It was like, ah, yes, the worst controller of all time. I love you. And it was like they'd ordered the official one for the Switch. I'm like, why? You just you just shit on it and you paid fifty dollars plus shipping to have it brought to you and you're never gonna use it because it's awful. I wish they would have done the th- the same thing as what they did with the other ones where you can slide it on as a Joy-Con. <laughs> That'd have been great. I, yeah. I you know oh that would have been great. The you, you the thing I've never understood about the N64 controller was like All right, you did it. It's the first console with an analog stick. But did did Nintendo not have any any research and development? Did they not put this into any test groups? Did like fifty people not say like this is bullshit? This doesn't work at all. Like this is a terrible control. How how did they come? They to don't the conclusion? need to because they have Nintendo. How did they come to the conclusion that a trident, <laughs> which essentially makes either the stick or the D pad irrelevant, was like the way to go? I. Th- I think it was like they made the the analog stick and everything like that. And then they got up to like Miyamoto or the higher up guys. And they're like, well, where's the D-pad? We got to have a D-pad. We're Nintendo. So then they're just like, oh, shit. Uh, Let's just make another third leg. Yeah, that's It's for a friend. They hold that. I hold these. (laughs) We're good. No, we we made the uh, analog stick stick far too out of the middle one to insert it into your anus. That would be painful. <laughs> Good job, Nintendo. I don't know. Yeah, I just I've never understood. Like somebody's got to be the first one, right? But like, how do they get it so wrong? Like to me, like the person who got it wrong should have been Dreamcast, right? It's like, yeah, we got an analog stick, but we totally didn't understand how like three D games were actually going to work, and you you need to like. That's the logical first fumble. They're so far off the 64 controller that it just like kind of boggles my mind. Yeah. I mean, the camera thing, they put, 
They put the camera, camera buttons, buttons on like a D pad. They already had the D pad. Why couldn't the analog have been there? And the D pad could have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to your point, like the story of like, well, you, well we need a D pad. It was there. <sighs> yeah, that would have been better. I, I, I don't mind the 64 controller all that much, but I think a big upgrade would have been if the C buttons were where the D pad is and the D pad is. Yeah. Also, I didn't know you were an insane person, but all right. Uh, It's not, it's not bad. It doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. Like three of them in three pillars. It doesn't make sense, but it is absolutely bad when you're playing it. It doesn't, it doesn't feel that bad. It's ergonomic. The thumbstick, that that analog stick is the, my wife says freaking mushroom (laughs) hanging out of a, I don't know. Like the thing is bad. A crooked mushroom. No, no, a mushroom. Not a crook- I mean, it could be a crooked mushroom. <laughs> crooked mushroom. That's what I call my peener. Uh, <laughs> you've, ne- you've never played a new yeah, so that's oh that's a that's bad true. controller. That's true. I almost bought new yeah. Oh, yeah. Fire sale at Target. It was sixty bucks for the Ouya, or sixty bucks for Grand Theft Auto Five Remastered for the Xbox Series or Xbox One. And I bought it for the Xbox One. So. Huh. I just watched that. I just watched a video about the Ouya, and they were talking about how the <clears> pillar, <throat> the top pillar game, the best-selling game, was Towerfall. Right, which, which has is been like, on everything. Yeah, that's like the main game that came out of that, and they sold seven thousand copies on the Ouya. Oh my lord! Really? Yep, that was the best-selling game on the whole thing. It's a good <laughs> game. Oh yeah. Just you know. But I'm sure they made they put that on PlayStation. Probably sold that many in the first thirty minutes. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the forgotten. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it'll be more fondly remembered than whatever the Amico pretends to become. So, I was listening to a little bit of the story about how, like, the packaging for those like physical games. There's no like. Literally, the NFT just redirects to a website that's not built yet, and you can scan them through like the packaging. <laughs> I guess oh, somebody no. questioned Tom. I guess somebody questioned Tommy about it, and he's like, "No, we have things to mitigate that." Like after like a brief pause, but it's clearly like, "Oh, he had no fucking cl- like." We're, we're we need money desperately, so we definitely don't have the means or the forward high- thought to like accurately prepare for this. So, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so one last random topic, but I suppose we can move into the quiz, but like, I just wanted to touch on something that I thought was kind of interesting. And like, if anyone's listening to this podcast, they may have picked up on this, but like, I am a, I'm a massive, I guess for the sake of like a U.S. audience, silver chair fan. Um, and their lead singer, Daniel Johns is kind of like always been this like, mysterious dude like in australia those guys are like the beatles right um but so they he he, they recently started like a limited podcast release through spotify and it's like who is daniel johns right the lead singer and it's a six-part kind of introspective interview storytelling podcast which they've just released the third episode i think it comes out every weekend um but like this podcast is like if you're a fan of the band, it's really interesting to listen to, but like, it's kind of amazing too, because you can tell how big he is in Australia because that podcast has overtaken everything in Australia as the number one podcast. Like Joe (laughs) Rogan has been put under by 
this mini podcast series and uh, I've been listening to it and like, it's really interesting to kind of like hear some of the interviews, like, I don't know, say what you want about the band, whether or not like it was just like copycat Nirvana grunge and just dumb luck with that. I mean, that's fine, but like, it's pretty interesting to like listen to a very in-depth candid interview with this guy who's now like 40 kind of retelling like, what a traumatic experience it was to be like, I play in my garage to like, I'm the face of like rolling stone at age 14, you know, like that, that mm. sort of fame. And so whether or not you like the band, I, I do recommend listening to the, the, the podcast It's interesting. Um, but like what I was laughing at so hard was um, he gets a lot of like celebrity interview interviews like Natalie, Natalie and Bruley is on there. Obviously they were married for a while or whatever, but like, <laughs> I laughed my ass off at the third episode, which I listened to today at work because they get Billy Corgan and it was like such the Billy Corgan interview where he's like, well, when you get like amazing, like one of a kind, like once in a generational talent, like myself or Daniel, it's oh, just like no. <laughs> all it's like, he's so good at like sucking his own cock. Anytime that guy opens his mouth, it was just so funny. And then like Daniel was like, talk, cause I, they must be friends a little bit. And like, uh, Billy Corgan like praised him on like the diorama album. And he's like, well, yeah, he's like, I just went in a different direction. Like and I was inspired by like, people I loved like you and Billy Corgan's like, well, and little did you know, you were going to follow me right off a cliff. And it's just like, Oh my God, like stop pretending like you're the guy who like made him who he is. But I don't know. I, I just want to touch on it. Cause like it's on Spotify. If you're already paying for it, or if you're not, you can listen to it. I really love the band. I think they're underrated. Um, by the third episode, they touch on diorama, which didn't do at all well in the States, but I would argue is like a modern day masterpiece. It, it's weird listening to that album again now. And cause like it came out in 2002 and like, he just kind of like, he's a guy who just like went for it. He's like, I'm going to make something. This is going to be like my, this is my crowning achievement. And it's just, it fits in now. Like that album sounds kind of like stuff you'd hear on like imagine dragons or 21 pilots. But like at the time, you know, rock radio in the U S was like fucking bodies by drowning pool and, you know, like rolling, you know, from limb biscuit. So like you, you understand why it commercially failed, but like at the same time, it's just, it's such a great album. And then, um, part of that interview that was really interesting in the newest episode was um, it, it's pretty well known that they, he scrapped. So like silver chair is like a band, right? They're a band in the sense that like Foo Fighters is a band and green day is a band. Like for a while they were a band, but then it's like the lead singers project is kind of what it turned into well, for a while. Foo Fighters was just him. Right? <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, that's right. Dave Grohl wrote the whole first album, but like it's pretty well known that, Daniel Johns threw away a full studio album before they released their full album, which is crazy to think about. Like someone just deleting that. But in this interview, he talks about how he's like, yeah, like in this, he's like, I, he's like, I just sat in my room. Like I had 18 months and he's like, all I did was listen to a shit ton of like, uh, what is it? Um, is it Kyrus or whatever? Like, uh, what's the one that's like before Oh, Caius. Yes. Caius. Like it's pre Queens of the stone age. It's like, Oh yeah. Psychedelic yeah. desert stoner rock. He's like, it was the heaviest shit I've ever written. He's like, I had it done 18 tracks. And he's like, and then I was like, no, if I release this, I'm going to be pigeonholed. Like, I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be like the loud music guy. And he's like, and I just deleted it. And I'm like, 
Oh my oh, God. I, like, I, heard that. I know. That's all I think too, is like how much would I have loved to have heard like a freaking super heavy silver chair. And then instead he deleted it all and went with like show tunes, which <laughs> it's fine. It's a great album regardless. And there's a couple tracks in there where you can like tell like some of that, like highest inspiration is still there, but there's only like on, on that whole album. There's only like two songs that are like really guitar based, but I don't know. Well, again, like, I think they're a highly underrated band. I think Diorama and Neon Ballroom in particular are like fantastic albums that everyone should listen to and have aged beautifully. So if you've not heard of Silverchair, listen to them. Or if you think they only did like weird grunge music, like that's not true. Like just he's an interesting guy um, who got like twisted and effed up by fame, which is apparent in the podcast. But check it out. I don't know. So did, so like you said, he's really famous in Australia, but does he like live there then? Is he yeah. like still yeah. like, yeah, he's okay. still in his hometown. He bought like a beach house and nice. Huh. Yeah. Never really left. And he, well, he kind of became a shut in and like, that's pretty well known, but like you hear more about it in this interview too. Like, yeah, he basically like just couldn't, I mean, he was like to the point where like, if you stepped out your door, people were trying to like rip parts of your hair and clothes out to like, uh, so like, yeah, he just kind of became like recluse. You know what I mean? It's it's really weird to hear him. And, and he's, he's pretty well documented for like the mental stress that they played on him. Like they like dioramas like, well, so neon ballroom, he had anorexia like horribly, like the guy weighed like 90 pounds. But then by the time they released their fourth album, diorama, that, that that album basically like doesn't exist because he couldn't tour on it because of like the arthritis that came as a reactive result to him recovering from the whole like eating disorder and anorexia thing. Like, so basically they never toured. They released like this fantastic album and they did like eight shows ever. And then mm-hmm. the band didn't do anything for many years. So yeah, I don't know. And then they had one last album in like 2007 that is basically like, I'm very rich and I can do whatever I want and people will like it. And they did in Australia, but like it didn't do well anywhere else. Sure. So they're, they're, they're past their, uh, put out an album and probably get on a chart anymore. hundred percent. Yeah. I think their last chance for that would have been like him keeping the Kaya or Kaya's like route. Like, cause there was never, there was, there was one U.S. single for like their fourth album, but like that didn't even really do anything. Huh? See, like I think what I think they could fart in a can and call it Silver Chair, and it would be number one in Australia. But I yeah. don't think anywhere else it would. I feel like you know, like Queens of the Stone Age, that type of music, especially that band, gets a lot more respect than the genre that they play. Mm-hmm. So I think that there would have been room for him to, you know, be like doing something like that and just be and still be considered artistic, you know? Yeah. 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 I don't know what it is. Like he really just kind of like, and it's, it's a good album. It really is, but it's not, it's clearly like commercial suicide, like very, but you know, but then I listen to it now, like that album in particular and even like neon ballroom. And it's like, well, my chemical romance pulled that off the of black parade. Like that is absolutely batshit crazy and not commercial friendly. And that still worked. So I think had, it, I think had MTV and a record label poured millions more into it, it could have been the same thing. It's tough to say. 
I love the band. Are they the greatest band ever? No, but do they deserve more listening than people give them? Yeah, probably. So it's just kind of an interesting like evolution through their discography. Cause it's like kid, angry kid, fucked up kid. Cause of fame, like total batshit crazy. <laughs> cause of fame. So it's like their discography is less about like music as it is just like the evolution of a psyche. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of a wild like thing to watch. But he's not a dad, so he can't do like dad rock or no, yeah, he can't do dad vibes, which great transition because I listened to that bullshit today because I was like, Oof. well, they called it Limp Biscuit still sucks or whatever. So I listened to it and that's sure more Limp Biscuit <laughs> that I didn't need in my life. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but it's definitely forgettable. Yep. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple tracks where they like shit on themselves for being like, there's a whole like track where it's just like dissing on like what a terrible band they are and how much Fred Durst sucks. And he's like part of the back and forth, which is, yeah. yeah. It's not a comeback album as much as it is of like, we realize we're mediocre washed up, but we still want to make some money album. Yeah. Like that's a hundred percent. Yeah. They embraced it wholeheartedly. Yep. You wouldn't change your image like that. Unless you were going for that type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, They're like dad vibes. will make it into the rotation of every tour we do from here on out. But all you're going to hear is nookie and rolling pretty much. And like, we're okay with that. Yeah. Well, that's (sighs) why you would go. Yeah. I I mean, would you, who, who went back (laughs) then? (laughs) Uh, So I don't know if you heard this, but the lead singer of smash mouth basically like got kicked out of the band. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I mean, he did the Hitler salute to an yeah, audience. Yeah. Yeah. That obviously like that one was like a bit too far where you can't even laugh. Like it's like this guy just has a major just drinking problem or something where hundred percent. Yeah. But then I started going down a hole of all the other times that he was fucking around on stage. And there was like one where like somebody threw a hot dog at him and he <laughs> was about ready to just go in the crowd. He could not let it go for about 10 minutes. About finding the guy that threw a hot dog at him and kicking his ass. I wish I was the guy that threw the hot dog. You know what's hilarious is the only time I've been at a live concert where I've seen something simpler or similar happen was Hootie and the Blowfish. Back oh, in man. like back in like cracked rear view days, somebody hucked like a full 40 ounce like Anna or like thing of pop with like a slurpy lid on it at Hootie, and he just like stopped the show. Picks it up and like pointed at the guy. He's like, it was you. I know it was you. He's like, we're all trying to have a good time. Why would you do it? It's like, dude, like you're the most mellow. He's basically like the Mr. Rogers of rock at the time. And he just like shut this show down. Dave Matthews brother. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. He's like, I'm Darius Rucker now. And he left the stage. <laughs> right. I'm done. Maybe Ooh, his biggest mistake was like the four hour long encore. Like, yeah, we all wanted two more songs. I didn't sign up for freaking 90 more minutes no thank you it's a problem with jam bands like they just don't know when to stop (laughs) they overstay their welcome Mm -hmm. well speaking of music ah well we gotta settle this what is the decider on wario because technically i I chimed in first oh my gosh i'm so, so done with this 
Because you cheated. Uh, I've I've asked two people, and they said whoever finishes first no. should have the point. Bullshit. Believe me, I finish every time. <laughs> However. But he guessed Zelda, not the character of the game. And we gave it to him. Right. Yeah, but he, he still got that because it actually worked. <laughs> through dumb luck, just like I said Wario first through dumb luck. Oh, gosh. The yeah. person that's up complains the most. The person who cheats. We're already yeah. starting like this fine. and we haven't even started the game. You guys got to send me the link again of that. So Captain Falcon and Wario are still in play. What? Yep. Just took them back on the, you took, you took both my points away. Well, you only have one. Okay. Let's, how about let's redo this? I keep Captain Falcon. He gets Wario. We move on. No, I like you losing both. No, it's the same. It's the same difference. We just don't have to re, we don't have to retread. So what you're saying is I got Wario. Yep. Does that cheating. just eat away? Yeah. Does no, that through, eat a, Don't put an asterisk oh, next no, no, to my points. Cheating, you all, yeah, you got Wario. Congratulations, cheater. <laughs> I don't like playing this game with you. <laughs> this pisses me off. Piss me off. Gotta find Let's this. See if this uh, works. Gotta find this email image again. I, put, I just put it in the chat. Oh. Should work. Yep. Oh, this mm, makes me so mad. So since you got Wario last time through cheating, it's my first dib on the first one then. Didn't cheat. No, no, it was your point. So I get first shot and we're doing we agreed we're doing back and forth, right? Okay, let's define this a little bit more. One answer, wait for the other person to answer, next answer. It's easy. Okay. Well, I would have had way more points because you just kept on talking right over me last time. I listened to the audio, and the only one I really went apeshit on guessing was Wario, which I also won. Um, you, but we're not going to oh talk about that. So. Can't see the look of disappointment on Biff's face when I get this on my screen. All right. First up, let's go. All right. Let's get this booted up. I hate you. Hate your family. That's uncalled for. That's the only way I could throw a punch is bring your family involved. Your family is going to fucking squad kick your ass. We're going to curb stomp the shit out of you, Biff. You wait. You watch your shoulder. You watch over your shoulder. Just Ryder is just beating me. I got that little fucker all trained up on nunchucks. You're going to wish you never brought this on yourself. Take that skateboard across his face. Let's go. It's going to be rough. All right. So I did throw some trickier ones in, so. Oh gosh, they're already tricky hard to, hard to begin, begin with. with. I mean, Jinx, unless I'm deaf and I get Donkey Kong spoken word in my ears. You know what? <laughs> Shut your butt, okay? Shut your butt. Cheater. I, 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 I have to admit, I didn't think it would have made it to the point where he said Donkey Kong on that song. <laughs> this is, I hate this game. <laughs> I right. liked the edit on my rap, too. I, I so, Oh. What was that? Okay, ready? Song? Yep. Yep. That's it. I'm screwed. Okay. Okay, Ryan's up. Is there a time limit? No.
Robin. Nope. So now I get a piece of this? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Mega Man. Nope. Bayonetta. What'd you say? Bayonetta. That's right. Yeah! Really? Yep, Bayonetta. Um... Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, what are you going to contest? The fact that I got the point and you didn't? You know what? I'm sick of your mouth. I'm sorry I didn't say Bayonetta in the song so I could just get an easy point. Hold on, I need to switch back to Google Meet so I can just lock eyes with you. For yeah, why don't you just yeah, switch right. back to... You look, at this, you look at this death glare, Biff. You look at... Oh, no, I don't like the tongue thing. I'm going back to the roster. Where I can admire how much ahead of you I am. All right, is this my turn? This is your no. turn. Let's go. Let's get this over with. Ooh, funky. Oh. Like it. Meta Knight? Nope. I know it, but I don't know it. I know I've heard it. Fox? Nope. I do know it. Oh, man. Ryu? Nope. Simon. No. Little Mac. No. Joker. No. It's definitely a remix. Sounds so familiar. Mega Man. I'm just. Yep. Mega Man, Mega Cheater, more like it. How about how about I got a Mega Wiener? So shut up. Insert laugh track Be- here, please. Before I make a Wiener something. Stop trying to make a Mega Wiener a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really wanted Mega Man. <laughs> I kept on going back to that. Well, it sounded so familiar. I was like, damn it, I know this. I don't yeah, even I think it was Quick Man or Cut Man stage. Cut his mega wiener off. <laughs> Alright, whose turn is it? Ryan, you're out. Who's whose turn do you think it is? You just got the point. It's my turn. You shut shut up. Yeah. Nobody likes you. Go play in a busy street. Mega- what? What? So violent. God. Oh my gosh, just give it to him, why don't you? I don't know this. Simon. Nope. Joker. Nope. Sonic. Nope.
Uh, I'm going to go with Little Mac. What? That's oh, too hard for that. Ridley. Well, that is that was a good good guess. Um, did we say Meta Knight? It's not Meta Knight. Sephiroth. Nope. Uh, Cloud. <laughs> I don't even know who Cloud is. Final Fantasy VII. Same as Sephiroth. Um, See, I'm learning. You guys are on the right track. Though. No. Oh, okay. Because it's her. Is his time? We've seen and- a- Yes or no? Um, no. No. I don't know if this person's in the same oh, game, but is. Dark Pit. Nope. Shulk. Yep. Shulk. Yeah. Right. Noon had to be an RPG. Where's that at? Shulk. He's right above Isabel, right below Lucio, right next to Rob, right next to Bowser Jr., right next to Robin. <laughs> Just anime hair. Yep. Ugh. Right next to Suck It, Biff. Wait, let me switch back to camera. Get a glare in. I know it's real. Death glare. The audience can't tell, but I'm glaring. You're at a tall place. It's very powerful. I would yell jump. Yeah. I'd feel feel more afraid if you weren't dressed like Al Borland. Death glare. I hope you choke on Doc's meat. That's not going to be your mega cock. That's what you're hoping. All right, Biff. (laughs) <laughs> no it's it's Ryan because he got point right no it's you ooh familiar young link nope oh, this is very familiar but I can't place it Pikachu oh, shoot. nope Toon Link nope Man, that sounds very... Yeah, right? I can't get over that. Fox. That's right, Fox. Uh, Yes! I was going there. And not fast enough. Yep, Star Fox main theme. Yep. Am I winning? Um, no. Am I even close? I mean, I feel like this is just going to become a giant shit show as we progress through like the other 40 characters and neither you or I know. So it could be anybody's <laughs> game, right? All right. So Biff's up again. I know it. Um, 
Oh, it sounds super familiar. Duck Hunt. Yes, got it. Dick! I don't like these remixes. Kills me. Just slightly off. Yeah. I have to. If it was just the 8-bit versions, it'd be too easy, right? Right. I don't even know if the 8-bits are even in the game. Just the regular 8-bit, but... All right, Ryan. Uh-huh. You're easy on me. Oh, gosh. Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I know this. I mean, I know it, but I can't place this. Oh. I got words. Are they going to say the name of the game? Just one word. It's just, oh. <laughs> oh, God. It's Ming Ming, that stupid twat. Holy shit. You got that. <laughs> Fuck that game. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Oh, Garbage ass. Because it's the trailer music for that shit game. Oh, man. I thought that would be one of the hardest ones in the whole thing. Uh, sadly, the garbage burned itself into my brain. I'm not, I'm not proud of getting that first you, try, by the you way. Are, you are an arm stan. Sure. Sadly, in the three or four hours I played it, it's probably more than like 90% of the people who own that have played it. Yeah, probably. All right, Biff's up. Oh, man. Hero. Nope. Good guess. Young Link. Nope. Man. Palutina. Nope. Cloud. Nope. Joker? No. Lucina. No. Villager. No. <laughs> Robin. Nope. Olimar. Nope. Lucas. Nope. Rosalina and Luma. Nope. Yeesh. Pikachu. Mm-mm. Roy. Nope. 
So that was, we'll go over that one rule. They have to, what? the character has to be in the, uh, the game that the song is in other than Pokemon and Fire Emblem. Those can, those can be a free for all. Doing Link. That's right. God, I knew it sounded Zelda. -y. I really thought it was Young Link. No, Wind Waker. <sighs> Noise. Where is he? Right in the middle. Once I heard you say Young Link, I'm like, this is going to go on for a while, I think. Well, yeah, because I wasn't going to guess anything Zelda yeah. until you said that. And I was like, oh, I think I was right. Ish. What the fuck are we going to do for me, Gunner, me, Swordfighter? That's me, a good question. Because I've I've never played with any of them. I have no yeah. idea what their tunes are. They'd probably Maybe be the last like the, three. They'd probably be like the some of like Smash original music or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, Biff. No oh, man. King Didi. Nope. Is that a no? Yeah, it's a no. It's a good King K rule. Nope. That took a shift really quick. Yeah, that's that's definitely a remix part of it. Daisy. Nope. Um, Isabel. Nope. Man, that is funky. That's Jigglypuff. Hey, it's a Pokemon. That is no po Pokemon Pokemon that I've ever. <laughs> that was a guess. Nailed it. His correct name's Jiggly Fuck, by the way, but because <laughs> he's an asshole and a terrible Pokemon. <clears throat> I should play this game. I don't know if you'd like it. No, I'm talking about Smash. Oh yeah, you should. <laughs> I should actually play. I was just thinking back to that after we recorded this first episode when like we were talking about like the upcoming release of Smash, and you were just like. Smash is like C tier, and it's like the number one selling game on the console. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh oh. Man, this doesn't sound anything, Nintendo. Ridley. Nope. No? 
Ryu. Nope. Lucas. Nope. Ike. Nope. Blythe. back-to-back fire emblems oh it See, i don't even know, know. <laughs> yeah i was like i don't even know who's in fire emblem i'm trying to like they could all the either be in fire and... emblem or uh xenoblade as far as i'm concerned zero suit samus nope oh he's mm. shoot bowser nope Man. King Rule. K Rule. Uh, Rob. Nope. Oh, that was a good, good pick. I don't know. I don't think this is a remix. Sounds like somebody's just like sitting in the mic going like <laughs> over like a spell and speak cassette. Snake. Nope. Banjo and Kazooie. No. Oh, man. That would be weird. Meta Knight? Nope. Eventually, we'll get him with that. Um, <laughs> Kaizuya, whatever. Tekken guy. Ooh. Nope. Not quite. Yeah. I could see yeah. that being a Tekken song, though. Yeah. I'm looking Ooh, for somebody I I specific. I think I might have it. Dark Samus? Yeah, got it. God damn it. It was like Metroid. Yeah, it was very Metroid. Not... But I went with Ridley and figured it couldn't be Metroid after that. Yeah. Well, I depicts something specifically from Prime 2, right? Did you? Yeah, since that's where he's from, Dark Samus. Okay. One more. Let's see here. So Biff got that one. Let's get the listeners up to speed. Where are we at on score here? Let's see. One, two, three. Biff has 10. I have 10. Ryan has 14. Oh my gosh, this is rigged. This game's stupid. I never liked oh, it. Oh man. It's going to be wide open here for after. Yeah, I mean, right now it's already a shit show. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, if any if anybody hasn't guessed, the main guys are off, you know, Mario, Donkey Kong, Samus, Kirby, Yoshi, they're all gone. So we're down to the the second tier, if not the C and F tiers already um all right Final Ryan's one. up all right hit us with the tiebreaker 
Roy. Fire emblem. Yep. Yes. Well done. Suck it, Biff. Oh man, he finds so much joy in this. <laughs> you said Roy. Crush I, you. I did say I did say Roy. Yeah, well, anyone. I don't know who any of them are. <laughs> it's just like it sounds Linkish, but it's not Zelda. So RPG. All right, how many we got left? Way too many. Five more tonight. Tonight to keep going? Yep. Oh, we're still, we're not, we're not done. Okay. Yeah, we got Damn. five more. I got loaded up. So. Okay. okay, Biff's up with. Just picture this as a soundtrack to Biff and his wife making love. <laughs> Villager? Yep. Fuck you. Nice guess. Now I want to see a porn with that as the back, <laughs> background track. Guy in the corner whistling. <laughs> Have you ever played Animal Crossing? No. It just sounded like something like walking around a city-esque. Yeah, like a village. So I was looking for something goofy. Oh, God. Oh, man. Asleep. There's way too many people here. Here you are. Bingo. Oh, not yet. All right. Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ridley. No. No? No. No. Damn. Terry. Nope. Sonic. Nope. Oh, good guess. Uh, Incineroar Incineroar Nope Meta Knight Nope <laughs> I, I, I refrained from saying that Even though I really wanted it to be Shoot, I don't know what game this person's on. Joker. Nope. Dark Pit. Nope. 
Little Mac. No, that's too much for him. <laughs> Sephiroth. Nope. Simon? Nope. Richter? Nope. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Um, I'll say it's one of you has mentioned a character from the same game series. I did, yeah, that's okay. Oh, go for it, Biff. Cloud. Nope. Mewtwo. I feel like I feel like we've said everything at this point. Um, Pikachu, nope. Ariola Grande, <laughs> Bowser, nope. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know. Robin. Um, man, this sucks. Sonic? No, that doesn't work. That's God damn the second it. time you've said damn that. Damn it! I'll say left half of the board. Uh, Chrome? Chrome? Nope. Lucas? Nope. Chic. Nope. Meta Knight. No, damn it, I already said that. <laughs> um. Richter. Nope. Steve. Nope. <laughs> um. Gosh, did someone say Simon? I think you did. I think both of you said. Oh, no, you said Richter. Richter. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, Link. Nope. Who the fuck is left? Um. Palatina. There it is. What the fuck? I said Dark <laughs> Pit. Yep. Not the same game. Oh my god! Your rules are bullshit. <laughs> oh man I what game is that I don't even know it's fucking uh, Kid Icarus Uprising Kid Icarus yeah oh which besides the NES game I played none of them <clears throat> which I guess there's only three so not not surprising Ugh. I was like I'm pretty sure we said everybody on the left side this yeah, pretty crazy. This was Pac-Man. I was like, that's not It was right. getting to the point where I was like, Olimar? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan's up. Uh, 
making sure there are no other options before I guess the character. It's it's Meta Knight. Nope. Pac-Man. Nope. Oh, King Didi. Yep. Ooh, good catch. I'm like, I know it's Kirby, but I thought that was the only one. I thought I heard a little bit of the like Pac-Man theme in the background. Lost guess. It's very primitive. Oof. Okay, we got like one or two more. Yeah. Okay. Biff. I know it. Don't screw up. Zero suit Samus. Snake. Snake. I was close. One person off. Yeah. <laughs> that one's Don't kind of mess a gimme. Up. Like all the Metal Gear music is like, okay, that's obvious. Yeah. That's Metal Gear. First two seconds was like, oh, I know this. CPU. <laughs> Sora. Steve. Solo battle. <laughs> okay, I think this might be the last one for today. Click to add speaker notes. <laughs> All right. If, good luck. Yeah. Ness. Wow. Nailed it. That's crazy because that was going to be my first guess, too. Just like shot in the dark. <laughs> like, this sounds like Nintendo, but I don't know it. So, yeah. crazy. What game is Ness from? Earthbound. Uh, oh, I was trying to test Biff. Oh, sure. Damn it. Earthbound. Nailed it. Oh, no, it's Mother. mother. You're both wrong. Mother, uh, mother 2. <laughs> well, mother mother, mother 64. Motherfucker. <laughs> <Dumb>. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, well, let's let's tally it up. Where do we leave off? So that everyone knows the crushing defeat that Biff is facing. Biff has twelve. Uh-huh. I have thirteen, by the way. Liar. Okay. And Ryan has 17. But I have 13. Okay. One, two. I believe you. I'm it's a lot to count for already of a busy screen. Again, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. So oh, yeah, no, none true. of this really matters. No. Writing rights for many hours in a car together. 
We all know how much you love arms now, though. That's oh god, <laughs> yeah, min min. That that that's impressive. The fact that that was burned in my brain shows the trauma inflicted on me by <laughs> arms. Oh my gosh! In the rage at paying for the DLC pack too and getting that as my first character. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty bad first one. But the whole second wave was shit. As far as I, I mean, I I can appreciate that my kids love Minecraft, Steve, but the rest of it I could just. Yeah, especially with the little the last asshole Sora from Kingdom <laughs> Farts. Like I can give a shit less. Yeah. Well, I think that's another episode, right? That's another episode. I got the crap kicked out of me, <clears throat> and we'll see what uh, the next episode brings. Make sure you're sending us emails. Let us know where you're at. Maybe you're crushing us both. Uh, send those emails to. We can rental podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on our social medias. That would be Twitter and Facebook. And you can find all things we can rental at weekendpodcast.com. As always, friends, be kind and rewind. <gasps> Meta Knight. Mega Wiener. <laughs> <laughs>